Hello and welcome to my very first podcast of Jacob in the Bath With. This is a series that will feature individuals sitting in the bath with me, one of my favourite pastimes, and we will be discussing topics of varying depth and interest with various people. And today's guest is the one and only Jake Ogden. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> um, and today, Jake uh, and I are just going to talk about... What topic are we talking about today, Jake? Um, I think we're talking about um, that post-grad yeah. feeling. The post-grad blues. Yeah, I mean, we were going down the route of anxiety and things like that, but actually, mm. overall topic is... That post-graduation feeling. Yeah. It's not a great feeling, so we're just going to have a have a chat about it and then also discuss various things relatable to the bath. Of course. Um, much to your disappointment, we're not actually in water. But we are in the bath. And that's, you know, it's nice and chilled because why wouldn't you want to just sit in the bath? Um, it's nice and close quarters. Also, how do you say bath? Uh, bath. Bath. Northern family, bath. Oh, so you say it as in bath. Yeah, bath, grass. Yeah. yeah. Although, three years in bath, I thought I would be bath. Yeah. And I did slowly, but then when I got back to... Yeah. Deaths, I mean, I, I, yeah. I just say bath. I mean, that's terrible, isn't it? But in bath, though, didn't you find people, when you said bath, are a bit like... Like, uh, you mean bath? Yeah, bath. They, I would be corrected a lot. Bath. Even though everything bath. else I said was proper, yeah. bath was not acceptable. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's weird. It's a bit, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is Jacob in the bath with... The bath. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the bath, darling. Um, so, Jake, in the bath, when you're in the bath, or bath, this is going to be a recurrent thing. I'm just, go- <laughs> I'm just going to say bath, okay? Okay, yes, yeah, Um In the bath, what is your go-to item? What do you take with you to the bath? I mean, is it, um, is it a, a, life, a life jacket? Or is it a rubber... <laughs> <laughs> is it a rubber duck? Is it a sponge? Um, that's a great question. I mean, I am partial to a rubber duck. We do have a couple at home. I mean, that um, is just fantastic, really. Yeah. I would say if I had to pick one item, um, we're going to be clever here and actually say the washing product. Okay. Because, you know, yeah, I don't course. know if that passes. But basically, Neil's Yard, anything. Anything. Uh, yeah, at the moment I'm using a refreshing hydration like gel thing Very from nice. Nails Yard, really strong um, for the body, and then a ginger shampoo from the for the top, <laughs> the head, <laughs> the hair, as other people say. <laughs> um, so I'd probably take those two items because um, after all, I like to get clean in in my bath. Well, yeah, I know this is the thing, isn't it? People don't like taking baths because they don't actually want to sit in their own dirt. Yeah, and actually, I agree with that in a to a point of I have a shower after my bath. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. 
I mean, I just agreed with that without processing it. Yeah, so you I'm have sure a shower after, after your bath. Yeah. I mean, don't judge me on the wasteful uh, side of that, but the, the bath is for the, you know, feeling a bit ill under the weather, whatever, I'll, I'll jump in the bath. Um, it's rare, but I'll, I will, and I'll enjoy it. But ultimately, I'm not getting clean in there, let's be honest. Um, no. So I have a shower after to wash my hair and things. And with a fringe like mine, you have to get that top power shower action. The bath's not going to do it oh, for me. Yeah, it's not going to cut, cut, cut um, I mean, we can just about forgive you, but yeah, I mean, you don't need to be apologising to me. No, no, I don't. No, it's the rain cloud. It's really. yeah, it's more myself really. I don't yeah. really need to really apologise to myself. So today's topic is please tell us once more. Um, it's post grad life. Yeah, that's what it is. And I like this topic because this topic is something that ninety five percent of people will go through, particularly Our millennials. Age. Yeah. Millennials and Generation, Generation Z, 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 Z
my favourite artist of all time is probably Lana Del Rey. And they have somewhat of a feud going on. And I just I just find that funny. Does that mean we have a feud? I mean... <laughs> fan, fanboy feud. <laughs> yeah, fanboy My band's better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to offend, but it's true. No, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really wins every time. <laughs> I'd never really had anxiety before and I hit hard. To a point of like not knowing what it was and being like, oh my goodness, like, I couldn't so really do stuff. that's one of the fears, isn't it? Like, yeah. you, you don't even know what anxiety feels like. Yeah, if you haven't had it before, chances are you might get it at some point. I think the stats are very high for that. Yeah. Especially in young males. But post-uni, when you don't know what you're doing, I mean, that's a prime suspect to, to, to get on, for sure. Yeah. Because you're overthinking everything, you're questioning yourself, your life, your career, blah, 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 blah. And then it, and then for me it just hit, and um, that was a good solid few months of pure un- uncertainty, which yeah. was not ideal. And the thing is, I think a lot of people go through that anxiety after uni because you don't have any structure to your life, you don't necessarily have a direction. Um, again, you're doubting whether the three years was really worth it, because that's quite an investment. Yeah. I think also you, especially people that have moved home, they're going to, uh, they're going to feel pretty horrific. Yeah. Like you, you, it's nice. It's nice. You move home after, and and for the first month, nice. See I mean, friends, really family. for the first week. <laughs> first week. Well, for mine, it was nice. Like Devin's nice. Like I, I enjoyed it a lot and everyone was home. So it's all good. Yeah. But yeah, after that that first period, it's um, it's just daunting. Yeah. To to not know where you're going next. That's the thing. It, yeah, because you've moved back. It's arguably quite a regressive move, and I think that's oh, I think that's something that is quite uh, daunting about the whole uh, post grad, you know, fear anxiety. It's it's regressive. You're moving back exactly. in with your parents. Yeah. And strangely enough you adopt the position of your 18, 19, 20-year-old self as when you left for university. You fit straight back into that vibe. Moving home, everyone's in the same situation, most of your friends move home too, but the people that stay in their cities of choice, of uni, Mm. are often not happier because they've got the financial stress and all that sort of stuff, and just go home and get free food and like not pay rent, great. But if you stay there and you progress quick and get jobs because you have to, there's definitely something to be said for that, I think. But it's scary at the time because you don't, you want to break, really. Yeah. From like, you want to move back in a way, but also you, it, it's not a great thing. Your go-to book. My go-to book? Yeah, it can be factual, fiction, non-fiction. Like, if you go to the bath... What do you fancy just like picking up and having a peruse through? Or would, is it, would it be an in-depth read? I guess in the bath, it wouldn't be like a picture book, would it? I'm not going to get a pop-up book. No. It's not going to be like... I mean, I'm hoping you're not going to get a pop-up book anyway. <laughs> like literally Jake's bedside book right now is The Hunger Caterpillar. <laughs> it is pretty good to be fair. Um, what book would I be reading? Well, right now I'd be reading... Um, I'd be reading... Uh, Notes on a Nervous Planet by Matt Haig. As oh. I'm reading that currently, so that's why I'm saying that. Okay. Um, Is that a good Because it's, it's a good level, because it's not like a deep fictional 
thin. It's not too thick. It's like, it's just a. It's an interesting read that's uh, interestingly leading on to this conversation. It's about a man going through anxiety and um, living in London, all these things, and mm. him kind of getting through it. And I think his original book was. Um, it was just after he nearly committed suicide and then he wrote a book about the experience. And this oh. is his second one, basically building on that and just talking about anxiety in the new modern world and social media, like the classic cases. Um, but I suppose that's quite a good book, that sort of type, because you get some factual information, but also it's quite an interesting read. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people in the bath would probably want to read like a Agatha Christie vibes or something, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what I'd read. I'd probably read... I mean, I only read classics anyway. Of course. I mean, I'm that kind of person. But uh, do you know what? An Agatha Christie is not a bad shout. Yeah, I know. I, I, I thought of you when I said that. Did you? Yeah. And what about pressure? Pressure also. There's a huge pressure to move out again, which is the thing, <laughs> to be honest with you. I've just moved back, but there's a huge pressure to move back out. There is, because as soon as you move home, it's like, okay, start applying for jobs then. Yeah. Like, I mean, depending, mine wasn't, to be fair, but it, you felt like that, even if it wasn't. And some people aren't lucky enough to be able to go home and not pay rent, to be honest. So, That's true. Like, yeah. in my case, it was good, because I could just go home and, like, chill. And I didn't really have any pressure, but internally you have pressure, for sure. Because you see people in your age that finish their degree, and they've got that job. And you're at home, basically doing what you were doing before your degree. Yeah. So, you're yeah, you've stepped back three years. So... Yeah, there's there's pressures for job, moving out, um, just progression in general. And also finances. And finances, because you kind of go home to recoup, don't you? Yeah, and also one of the, I remember one of the worst feelings of my final year at university was uh, the realisation that that was your last loan. Oh, yeah. The last loan payment, that is up there with one of the most kind of daunting days of my whole university experience because I thought, oh my God, I don't, I won't have any money. Mm-hmm. So that was, that wasn't great. Um, so you've got the financial worry as well about where your next paycheck's coming from. Yeah, and I guess you move home and hopefully you get a job, like the job you had before uni. Again, even, even further step back in the yeah. sense that you're going back to a, a job that everyone's like oh you've gone to uni oh three years later you're back yeah like everyone does it we're back on minimum wage too yeah everyone does does it but it feels gross it's nice to be back for a bit but it feels a bit wrong like why have I got a 50 growing debt for the same job as I had before exactly and if that's a prolonged time which is for a lot of people a year two years three years like it can just it can just dig you a hole Mm. so you need to get out that's what I'm saying yeah, that's like, the best. It's, it's, you it? kind of have to do something, or even if it's move home and then progress in a career back there somehow. Like that's obviously an option, but in a way, the people that stayed in the uni, the uni cities, and then got a job after and kind of stayed and just carried on living that independent life, I think that's um, maybe I would do that again yeah, if I was one doing of the it again. Best moves because yeah. it's it's the independence that's the thing. Exactly. You move it, back yeah. home, great. You get free food, you get cooked for good times, but. <laughs> you're no longer independent in any way. I mean, the anxiety was real. Like, I went to, like... I was I didn't know what it was, but I, I even went down to, like, CBT, like, counselling stuff for someone that really doesn't really have any issues, like, I didn't think in that respect. Um, it became a real thing out of the blue. Like, mm-hmm. one day, just had it. And don't know how, why. Nothing really happened, particularly. Just 
came on and couldn't get rid of it and it was like pretty pretty bad mm. and I think I did read a stat and it was high between 20 and 25 year old males especially and females but mainly males it hits you and I think that's got to be something to do with that independence yeah and then c- coming out of it and then hitting it pretty hard and then having this heavy burden of expectation on your shoulder definitely I think that's one of the worst isn't it expectations yeah what you should be doing by a certain age and the fact is that everyone does everything at their own pace yeah that's, that's a big one so to remember valuable to remember that's a big one to remember people have babies when they're 19 people have babies when they're 35 people yeah. have babies when they're 40 some don't just, have them at all don't, some don't have them matter. all it's yeah. like that thing of just do, yeah do it at your own pace and do what you think's right for you because yeah. um yeah i mean you'll 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 you'll, ha- you'll self-inflict some mental uh issues i think if if you if, if you, you follow the crowd if you fo- yeah if follow you follow the, the crowd and yeah. you allow yourself to feel as though you need to uh fit in with societal norms and expectations you will um undoubtedly suffer from mental health issues if you're not if you're not strong enough or I mean, no, I'm not saying that, saying that in a condescending way. Most people would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, there's a few people who obviously go through life and like, would be like, yeah, it didn't affect me, which is fine. Yeah, it's always people like that. People have just mm. breezed. Yeah. But the, that's the interesting thing. You think people have breezed. People, pe- people have specifically said to me, it looks like I breezed through things. And I probably have in some respects, but... Not that anyone knew about my anxiety thing. Mm. Like, no one knew I went to CBT. Like, yeah. I most people don't know what CBT is, but, I mean, what is it? Cognitive, Cognitive Behavioural, behavioural therapy. therapy. Yeah, mm. like, no one would know that, really, from the outside. It's not like I'm Instagramming it, like, yo, this is my CBT course. <laughs> <laughs> this is my CBT woman. She's called Sharon. <laughs> it was quite close to her name, actually. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't Sharon. It was close. It was like a Shirley. Sure. Shirley. Um, Shirley, props Shirley. Or yeah. Sue or something. Yeah. Um, Sue, the CBT lady. <laughs> um, but, but the point is, is yeah, even the people that you think are breezing it and have got the dream job, straight out of uni, blah, 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 you know, just don't look at that as a thing of that's what I should be doing because it's like not, not right. Yeah. Um, and everyone's got their own issues. Everyone's got their own time frames. And um, yeah, I think you do more damage than good by following the expectations of other people. What would your drink of choice be in the bath? Your go-to drink? My go-to drink. Um, depends what mood I'm in. Depends what time of day it is. Let's say I'm ill at home, off work. Yeah. And I want to get a bath because I'm feeling ill. I mean, it's going to be a cup of tea, isn't it? I mean, yeah. really. But if we're talking relaxing bath and having a great time. I'm <laughs> having a great time in the bath, but like, it's a great time. Watching about time. I'm having red wine. Yeah. I'm having a red wine. Cold wine, uh, cold wine, white wine's not happening because it's warm and I don't want. It, I need my cold. I need my white white wine to be cold. Oh right. So yeah. red wine's the only option in that scenario. Prosecco with champagne again needs to be cold. So it's red wine, I think. Um, yeah. And cocktails and things like that are too fussy. Too oh fussy. no no no. So it's just a bottle of red. Yeah. Might not even have the glass to be honest. Just Might just light a candle too. Multiple, <laughs> multiple <laughs> candles. Not one. And multiple. multiple bottles of red. I mean, a, a Rioja, a Pinot Noir, just like lined up, ready. Yeah. Smashing back. Um, have a nap. I mean, yeah. As long as you don't drown, that's fine. It's fine. Uh, you know the bath. Yeah, true. Um, the bath's. You know, it's not too deep. Okay. I fine. can swim as well. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> I go swimming in the bath regularly. <laughs> The thing of independence and also adulthood. 
as in you've moved away, you're in a city again after uni and you finally got a job that, you know, isn't terrible or whatever. You've also got this whole thing of like, now you're out of uni, you kind of have to be an adult. In uni, you can be independent, but not be an adult, 100%. Mm. Now you legit have to fend for yourself and things like relationships and all that stuff comes in more than ever because it's like, this is your life now. This is like, if you get in a relationship now, is that like the start of like something like like properly life. real? Like, mm. li- is this life? Is that life now? Yeah, whereas uni is, I suppose, a bit of a test. It's a bit of a test because you know you're finishing. You're probably never going to see that person again. (laughs) It's one of those situations. But now it's like, well, this is my base now and this is my life. Like, this is the beginning of that chapter of buying a house and like finding some girlfriend or something. And it's. The start of the rest of your life. Yes, I think basically the point being is there's an angst. If you put the word angst after every part of your life, (laughs) it's It's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, Yeah, it's 100% accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what this point is uh after postgrad i don't know what that's called but there's angst there postgrad sure. angst definitely but then post postgrad <laughs> what's post postgrad <laughs> real life angst. Angst. It's angst it's just angst anyway yeah but yeah really for anyone who is at university whilst listening to this you have the knowledge that it's all to come uh, but also, just I mean, just to take with you. Take it's fun with though. You. The whole situation is fun. Yeah, it's an experience. It's a journey. But also, I think the most reassuring thing to take from it is that we're all in it together. We really yep. are. There's very few people who come out of uni and have their life sorted. Very few. And even if they look like they have, almost certainly they don't. Exactly. I know people that look like they have, and they do not enjoy their job. And that's the other thing, you know. You have to take time out sometimes. Yeah. To understand what you are, who you are, where you're going, what you want. Yeah. And the difference between what you want and what you think you want are pretty different, I'd say. Yeah. Like, definitely. And you have to go with the flow in terms of, I mean, don't want to say it, but things do happen for a reason, I think. Mm. Do we think that? I think, probably. I think so. It, it Not necessarily in, like, a spiritual way, just, like, I think you, you make know what's look. right. You make your own, like, you know what's yeah. right. And, like... I, ne- I did not want to move to London. I've n- never wanted to move to London. But when the time comes and something comes up that you're interested in, you do it and it's turned out good. Like, yeah. you have to take weird little risks. And yeah. I think that's part of the angst thing. You have to kind of go with your gut and just kind of be like, if you feel like you really need to move out, you just do it. And you yeah. just go and live independently and you know do whatever you need to to feel better. Yeah. If you were to take a laptop with you into the bathroom, what would be your go-to film? My go-to film would be um, anything Richard Curtis. I mean, like, as a hardcore Vicar of Dibley fan, I can not tell you how approving I am of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, for a bath, we're talking... We're talking, you know, love actually, not on the hill. Um, and my choice would actually be um, about time. About time, good choice. Um, strong. I mean, not m- Notting Hill for those listening is my all-time favorite. Yeah, Notting Hill's oh. a winner. Let's be honest. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. And you know, we're in London at the moment, and I feel like when I walk through Notting Hill, I just get that feeling. Yeah. It's just like I get home and I want to watch Notting Hill. Yeah. So it's I'm I'm just a girl yeah. standing in front of a boy. Mm-hmm. Asking him to love her. I mean, what quote is more iconic than that? I don't know. And I hope someone does that to me one day. I mean, I do too. I'm waiting for that to happen. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. But really? Not I'm in London me. now. Those are, maybe I that mean, there's a fair possibility, happen? but, you know, no Anna Scott. Yeah, true. 
Well, also, one of my favourite quotes from Notting Hill. Anna Scott, why don't you ask that question again? Oh, no, it wasn't Anna Scott. It was one of, <laughs> great it was one of, yeah, really great quote. quote. It was one of the interviews, and he's like, can you ask Anna that question again? Miss Scott, how long will you be staying in London Oh, for? love it. Indefinitely. So oh, strong. Brilliant. And everyone's like taking photos and be like, Anna, Anna, and she's walking away. Oh, yeah, I love strong. it. Strong. So it. good. So good. Okay, well, I, I approve of that. Yeah, about any time. And, I mean, Margot Robbie's in that bad boy, so... Yeah. Um, I mean, can't go wrong. Uh, you can't, you know, I mean, that sounds a bit creepy, but like Margot, like in the bath with Margot Robbie. <laughs> now that is, <laughs> that's the whole other that's story. That's dreamy. I mean, if you do that episode, let me know. I'll come along. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't care what you call bath or bath. I mean, I, Margot, can them. I just say, get prepared because we're going to do an in the bath with yeah. Margot Robbie. And I'll be there too, so maybe a jacuzzi? <laughs> Although I don't like jacuzzi, so just no water. But we'll be in in fact, we'll just need a swimming pool for everyone who yeah, wants yeah, to be yeah, in the bath yeah, with Margot. Yeah. Um, the ocean. The ocean, yeah, everyone just flops to the ocean. Well, thanks for that uh, talk in the bath, Jake. No worries. I enjoyed your post-grad angst views. Uh. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'll leave you to sip on your red wine slash... What kind of tea would it be? Tea, if, you were having tea? if I was like midday bath. Um, but right now you're having red wine, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll leave you to sip on your red wine. Yeah, it'd be probably it'd... normal tea, to be honest with you. With normal. a touch of oat milk, yeah. Nice. Or Earl Grey, if black, if I'm feeling kind of... Yeah. A bit edgy. Yeah, or mint, fresh mint, if I'm feeling a bit ill, to be honest. Yeah, if you're having an or ill bath. Or ginger lemon honey, if I'm feeling ill. Ill bath, definitely. Ginger yeah, ginger lemon, lemon honey, honey, for yeah. sure. But then I'm thinking hot liquid while sitting in hot liquid freaks me out a little bit. It's like your skin is getting burnt from the inside and outside. Ooh, Have you ever thought about that? What a strange <laughs> sensation. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. For those listeners who feel uncomfortable by that, just imagine that you're drinking a nice glass of red wine. Yeah, it's a nice glass, room temperature. Um, yeah. So it's actually colder than the bath, obviously, and it's just it's going down pretty well, to be honest okay. with you. Um, yeah. Perfect. I think that. that's a really nice place to leave it. Yeah. Just, just imagine that red wine. And tune in for the next episode of Jacob in the Bath with You Are Yet to Find Out, but I'm sure it'll be a fantastic guest. Thank you, Jake. No worries. For tuning in. Thank you for having me and thank you for sitting in my bath. Yes, thank you for welcoming me into your bath. It's been an absolute pleasure. No worries. I'm and I hope, pretty... to, I hope to be able to sit in your bath in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad we um, stayed dressed for this one, to be honest with you, because it would have been awkward otherwise. <laughs> we have actually been naked the whole time. <laughs> Fortunately not. Um, yes. Uh, what did you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. See you later.